0: Welcome back to day four of 101 Baseball Controversial Topics. Now, today is the final day for this series, but this does not end. This does not end for the content coming out and what I'll be producing in the near future. I will be stemming off of some of these and creating just a whole series of these topics in their own way because a lot of these I am unable to go insanely deep with them just because of the length uh, and the amount of questions I'm going through. So we ended off yesterday talking about the Orioles snapping their 14-year streak of losing records. Was it their ownership or their brutal division competition? Went over that yesterday. Today we are doing numbers 81 to 101. We are ending this off and there are some good ones today, as always, but (coughs) there are always some good ones. Number 81, are six Mets-Yankees games every season, three too many? No, uh, I think the Mets-Yankees, is uh, the Subway Series, is perfect for the game of baseball. Kind of keeps that um, relevancy of New York alive. Obviously, they'll never die uh, with teams like the Yankees, the Mets, and just everything that goes on in New York. But for baseball, no, it's great. It's a classic rivalry um, battle of the two New York teams. I don't think it's too many. Now this one is really tough and I looked at this before I recorded today before I started the show. How would you rank Duke Snyder, Duke Snyder, Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle during their heyday as New York Superstar Center Fielders in the 1950s? Now this is unbelievable how oh, all these guys were playing in the same time. But my list would be Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle, Duke Snyder. All of them are incredible. Duke Snyder, I think, is a little far behind those guys. Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle defined what baseball was in the 50s. And uh, But Willie Mays just had a bigger skill set with Mantle's injuries. He wasn't as fast as he was earlier in his career. So I will go Mays, number one, Mickey Mantle, number two, and Duke Snyder, number three. When the Astros move to the American League next season, now this is prior, and obviously we know their success, is, and there is an interleague game every day, will interleague play cease to have whatever special appeal it does have? Um, no. I, it, it, and now looking back at it, um, it didn't, nothing really changed when they moved. So this is kind of an out-of-date question, obviously, but nothing really changed at all. Uh, how often will Nationals manager Davey Johnson be asked to compare Stephen Strasberg and Bryce Harper to Dwight Gooden and Darryl Strawberry? Well, obviously we know those two are way different than they were when this question was asked, but it didn't happen that often. Um, Dwight Gooden and Darryl Strawberry are very much different than Stephen Strasberg and Bryce Harper. Um, two different play styles, but I understand the comparison of the pitcher to the um, the batter. Um. obviously we know Bryce Harper moved on he's on the Phillies, he's doing his own thing Steven Strasburg is obviously not as good as what he used to be but no, that that wasn't um, that wasn't a thing back then why do they rub mud on every Major League Baseball uh, I've watched a video and I think it just keeps it the baseball from getting moist because they don't want too much moisture getting on the ball so that the, the pitcher can actually grip it I think it just keeps it dry uh, should major league baseball shut down for a couple of weeks at midseason to allow for a, a world baseball classic as NHL does for the Olympics? Um, no, I think in any sport you shouldn't shut it down just for that world baseball classic is a lot different. And if you're shutting it down for a couple of weeks at midseason, that should be a break for the guys anyway. And that's kind of what the all-star break is. So, um, but they already have the WBC, which is one of my favorite, um, baseball events in the world. And, um, Obviously, they will not be having it this year, which definitely sucks. When I heard that, I was really sad. Um, but hopefully they get back, hopefully next year. Uh, so that'll be exciting. But no, they shouldn't shut it down. Uh, does Marvin Miller belong in the Hall of Fame for the way he revolutionized baseball through collective bargaining? Uh, I think if you revolution I don't know much about this, but I think if you revolutionize the game, and if this is already a question, then I will say yes. Uh, if you're revolutionizing the game in any way for good, you should be in the Hall of Fame. With statistical and video analysis having become so sophisticated, what does the future hold for bird dog scouts? Um, so bird dog scouts, those are those are my, more like, um, what do the players look like for, at the eye? And for the people who actually like visit these players like at their games, at this point, scouts don't even need to go to the games. They already know the players. Uh, you can look up their stats, their videos. Uh, I think that the future, and we're starting to see this, uh, scouts are starting to become less important. Uh, The managers themselves can even just watch the videos now, and there's less of a need to actually go and travel to see these players. Fenway Park is celebrating its its centennial season this year, but is it time for a new park in Boston? Absolutely not. Uh, As long as they can keep it standing and baseball can be played, keep it going. Uh, Who has more influence in baseball than Agent Scott Boris? No clue. Um... I'm assuming he's like a major agent for multiple players, but I am not completely sure. Is it fair that teams compete for the same wildcard spots when they play considerably different schedules? Uh no, because there has to be a an uh an equilibrium, a similar way to trim down these teams, and regardless of schedule, uh the teams that get there do deserve it. Uh it's made it's the professional baseball. And no matter what way you get there, you're going to do great. And uh, and I don't think it really matters, uh, the schedules. Um, why, 51 years after Hal Richmond introduced the Stratomatic Baseball board game, do middle-aged men still drive to Long Island from as far as Ohio and Ontario to buy the new season's cards? Um, I think it's just... Uh, a big deal to some people. Like I said, this tradition in baseball, the ba- baseball's greatest pastime. Now online, you can buy those. I've looked those up. I almost bought it because I'm kind of into that, but um, no, it's just tradition. And it's all about these guys that this is something they get excited about. And if you're excited about it, you'll travel long distances to get it done. Who was the best? Oh boy, this is tough. Who was the best athlete to play professional baseball? Uh, Jim Thorpe, Jackson, Michael Jordan, or someone else. That's funny. Obviously, Michael Jordan is one of the greatest athletes to play baseball. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is the greatest athlete ever. We've never seen someone like him on a baseball field before. Um, He was so strong and so big, but he could move so fast and jump so high, and he dominated football. And he dominated baseball. He could hit a home run in the All-Star game and score a touchdown in the Pro Bowl. It's crazy. Nobody's ever been like him. And I am going to make a podcast about Bo Jackson. I'm going to make an episode specifically about him um, because I think he's just, he's such a freak of nature. It's unbelievable. And I think he's definitely underrated just because he had a short professional sports career. Everyone knows he was crazy, but I want to dive deeper into that. So that'll be something I'll be working on. What sort of mentor will the new outgoing Manny Ramirez be to A's teammate, U.N. assessment the heralded free agent? From Cuba, well, we do know that Yoan know, Cespedes it, it is kind of similar to Manny Ramirez. Um, I don't know at the time how much of a mentor he was, but Cespedes is not very, I mean, he's not super outgoing. Manny Ramirez is definitely was a huge personality. Um, but I don't think he had that much of an impact on him. I wish he did, but we know Cespedes, he's got that huge arm, he's got a big bat, but he was nothing like Manny Ramirez. If you didn't know Dodger Stadium will turn 50 on April 10th, how old would you say the sparkling place looks? Oh, it looks, it looks younger than 50. Definitely younger than 50. They've kept it up very well. And it doesn't look like a building that was built back then. It looks something more like a building built now that was made to look old. If you know what I mean. Like, it looks really good. I think it's one of the cl- most classic stadiums in all of sports. What makes Vince Scully a standout among announcers even now in his 63rd season? He started so young. He was so young when he started, and he has such a different, same with Bob Uecker, and a lot of these announcers that are so, like, everyone knows who they are, but Vince Scully, specifically, I think it's his style and his excitement. A lot of announcers get excited, but he truly, like, you can tell how much he loves the game, and he's just a legend there because he's been there for so long, and it's that tradition. Finn Scully is part of the Dodgers tradition. And in the 63rd season, obviously, uh, this was a few years ago. Now I don't even think he think he did retire, but um yeah, he's just he's been there for so long. I think that's why he was so young when he started that he just became so good and there's been so many ups and downs as he's been the voice. So that that's probably it. Can any full-time big-salary player, do worse than Adams, done 159 average in 2011? We do know that Chris Davis on the Orioles, he went 47 games without hitting a, getting a hit or something like that. Or 47 at-bats, I should say. It was crazy. And uh, he was like 0 for 47 to start the season. It was disgusting. But obviously, yes, he got that huge salary and did terrible. He, I think he did worse than Adams done. I think he hit like 147. so you know the answer to that? It is yes. The last four here of the series, other than your favorite team, who has the best uniforms? I think the New Brewers uniforms are sick, but I will say oh, the Braves have such good uniforms. The Yankees are classic with the pinstripes. Um, man, oh man, oh man. Uh, I will go with my favorite uniform... Oh, this is really tough. This is tough because like you have to gut- take into effect like colors and the font and stuff. I'm gonna say the Braves. The uh the Braves have great uniforms. I think even as a Bruce fan, the baby blue Cardinals uniforms are great. But I like the cream uh Braves uniforms. Those are my favorites. What chance does Kansas City have of ending a twenty-six year playoff drought? Uh Obviously, we know that they have one. A World Series. They won a World Series in 2015. So that's the answer to that. Which team was the greatest in baseball history? Uh, this is hard. This is really hard, and we're not even going to answer one on one. Who's on first? That doesn't even make any sense to me. I don't know what that means. But greatest, this is what we're going to end up. Greatest team in baseball history. um, Dude, I don't know. The 1927 Yankees, obviously, were a huge, huge deal. And they are regarded as maybe the greatest team of all time. Oh, man. There's the 75 Reds the big red machine and there's those A's teams, but it's between the 75 A's and the 27 Yankees. You look at each of those lineups and I think the reds could beat the Yankees. I'm going to say in the 1970s, 75 reds were the greatest baseball team of all time. And, oh man, that's so tough. And I'm going to have to make a podcast about that. Um, I don't know. It's so hard. Oh, yeah, so I'm going to go 75 reds. And then who's on first? That's just a com- comedic question. I totally forgot what that is. Um, but let, let's check this out. Uh, so... Okay. Yeah, it was just a comedic thing. I should have known that, but I don't. But, yeah, Scary's best all-team of all time was the 75 Reds. And that, man, this was fun. 101 topics. Man, this was very exciting. And I'm excited to keep going. And you will see this on April 2nd. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for listening to this series. And a lot of things will stem from this. As I said, we're going to start video this summer. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys later.